Hey there, welcome to Truly Oz, where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional, rural and outback Australia. We created these Truly Oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere, you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on things to check out. I also love sharing my top picks on where to eat, drink, play and stay. For more travel inspiration, you can also check out stories online at trulyoz.com and also find us on Instagram at trulyoz. Today we're headed out to Kununurra, which is considered the gateway to the ancient Kimberley region of outback Western Australia. And we're going to check out some of the surrounding region that takes in Lake Argyle, Gibb River Road and one of my favourite places in Australia, the mighty Bungle Bungles. But firstly, I would like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Mirawong Gunurong people. The land provided a natural abundance of food and water resources and the traditional owners developed a rich history of customs in this area. Today, Kununurra is a town with a population of around 5,500 people and it's in the far north of Western Australia, about 45 kilometres from the border of the Northern Territory. Kununurra is a town with a population of around 5,500 people and it's about 45 kilometres from the border of the Northern Territory. Kununurra was established to service the Ord River Irrigation Scheme. And the word Kununurra is derived from the English pronunciation of the Merawong Gunanurong, the Aboriginal name for this section of the Ord River, which basically means big water. Kununurra is like an oasis in the desert, and it's also a popular place for caravanners and campers to base themselves during the winter while on their way around Australia. Just as Broome is known for its pearls, Kununurra is known for its pink diamonds because for 37 years, Argyle Diamond Mine operated 200 kilometres from here, offering those who can afford them pink diamonds. The mine closed in November 2020 and the price of pink diamonds has skyrocketed because now they're pretty much a rarity and the Argyle Mine is one of the few places in the world where they'd ever been found. At Kimberley Fine Diamonds store in downtown Kununurra, you can see diamonds of all shapes and sizes sparkling under the lights in well-secured glass cabinets alongside an incredible range of stunning jewellery. Some of the diamonds can fetch up to several million dollars per carat in Europe. The 2018 collection, in fact, of the finest pink, red and violet diamonds from the mine broke a record when lot number one sold. Called the Argyle Muse, the 2.28 carat fancy purplish red diamond was the most valuable diamond in the tender's 34-year-old history. It was rumoured that the anonymous buyer paid somewhere between $14 and $20 million for it. I'd love to know where it is today. Another reason that travellers going through these parts love it is that they can swing by for a rum tasting at the Hoochery Cellar Door. It now also sells whiskey and gin, and it looks like something between the set of an old spaghetti western and a big old tin shed. Inside there are church-high ceilings and rustic exposed wooden walls and a barn-type space, ideal for parties and live bands. Raymond Spike Dessert III is the founder, owner, developer and the farmer of the Hoochery. He landed in the Kimberley Outback in 1972 to develop a seed business. He fell in love with the region and made it his home. In 1995, the area's fledgling sugar industry began and Spike figured that with the perfect tropical climate, rum was on the cards. The Hoochery was born because, as Spike puts it, governments keep telling farmers to diversify. So he diversified, creating Western Australia's oldest continuously operating legal still. Do a rum tasting or a tour, 
Or just enjoy some cake and a coffee and chill out in the gardens out the back where you'll meet loads of other friendly travellers. The region is famous for its Indigenous art and in the middle of Kadanara you will find Indigenous-owned Warangari Art Centre, where Meruong artists share the importance of their country and culture. All proceeds from art sales, art commissions and cultural tourism is returned to the community to support an ongoing program for arts and cultural projects. Warangari also runs tours during the dry season, which is from April to September, and you can explore Kununurra on an art trail led by a local guide and learn about the public art on display. Finish the tour with a bush tucker tasting followed by a didgeridoo performance in Merriman National Park, where the sunsets are sensational. If you want to get out on the water, exploring Lake Kununurra on a cruise is an ideal way to experience the quiet beauty of the outback. With the Lake Kununurra Sunset Dinner Cruise, you're collected from your accommodation and taken to the MV Jibaru, which winds its way through Lily Creek and out onto the open water of Lake Kununurra. It's also one of the best ways to view Sleeping Buddha, which is officially known as the Carlton Range but is more generally known as Elephant Rock. Appetizers are provided and once the vessel reaches the Sunset Dinner location in Pack Saddle Lagoon, you'll be able to soak up the tranquility as you enjoy a Kimberley-inspired dinner including wild quartz, saltwater barramundi or threadfin salmon steak, salads and dessert. Despite Kununurra being so remote, there's a lot of water about. Located 70 kilometres south of Kununurra, Lake Argyll is a gigantic man-made freshwater reservoir, 19 times the size of Sydney Harbour. And it's home to fresh crocodiles, 26 species of native fish and an astounding third of all of Australia's bird species. If you want to stay longer here, stay at Lake Argyle Resort, which has a range of cabins from standard to deluxe ones with stunning views across the lake. There are camping sites as well and an infinity pool where you can swim above the lake, looking out over the rugged red ranges in the outback. But now to my favourite thing in this part of Australia, the Bungle Bungles. When most people think of a gigantic rock formation in the Australian outback, their mind springs to Uluru. However, the Bungle Bungle Range in WA's Pernalulu National Park is 60 times bigger and some would say a more exciting experience. The Bungle Bungles are still some of the most spectacular natural formations I've ever seen in the world. There's nowhere else on the planet where you can see hundreds of enormous tiger-striped bulbous sandstone mounds rising 250 metres out of the stark savannah grasslands in an equally stunning 2,400 square kilometre national park. The Bungle Bungles were formed over 360 million years ago when sand and gravel was deposited during the Devonian period. The sand was left by rivers flowing from the northeast and at the same time gravel from eroding mountain ranges to the northwest were also being deposited into the range. The quartz sandstone eroded over a period of 20 million years into the remarkable series of beehive-shaped cones that you see today the steeply sloping surfaces distinctly marked by the regular horizontal bands of the dark grey cyanobacteria. The Bungle Bungles are by far the most outstanding example of cone cast in sandstones anywhere in the world. But put more simply, the range is the sediment of an old riverbed which was laid down in layers, compressed into sandstone and eventually lifted up to form mountains. Oxidisation of the iron in the sandstone gives them their beautiful red and orange colours. The sandstone is also very soft and so the raging waters of the wet seasons have carved out creeks, deep canyons, rifts, chasms and gorges. Don't miss the gobsmackingly beautiful circular cathedral gorge created by a massive whirlpool in the wet season. The Bungle Bungles is a magical place where the Aboriginal Jiji and Jeru people, the traditional custodians of the Pernalulu National Park, have lived for more than 20,000 years. Some believe up to 40,000 years. 
The name Purnalulu comes from the Aboriginal Gija people, meaning fretting sands, otherwise known as sandstone. And in the Indigenous language, a word is repeated if there are many of the same thing being described. Some of Australia's most famous Aboriginal artists, such as Rover Thomas and Queenie Mackenzie, come from this part of the country. For such an incredible, sprawling, dominant wonder, it's hard to believe that non-Indigenous people only discovered the Bungle Bungles in 1983, when a film crew captured this part of the Western Australia's rugged wilderness for the documentary Wonders of Western Australia. In 1987, Pernalulu was established and word of its wonders spread like wildfire around the world. In 2003, it gained World Heritage Listing status for its outstanding universal natural heritage values. Now you can four-wheel drive to and through the Bungle Bungles and get up close and personal with the caves, gorges and stunning rock walkways. But note that it's a really bumpy 53-kilometre dirt road that takes you up to two and a half hours to get there. In places, it's like an alien landscape with strange pairings of things such as bright green ferns and palms with a backdrop of red desert rock. There's an abundance of native wildlife in the area and if you're on foot, you might see echidnas and if you're lucky, a striped-faced dunart or the long-tailed planigale, which are among the more rare marsupial inhabitants of Australia. Birds such as honey eaters, doves, wood swallows and finches are also plentiful, and the elusive white-quilled rock pigeon and the Australian bustard also call the Bungle Bungles home. If you don't have that kind of time on your hands, though, take a chopper ride or a small plane ride and fly over the ranges for some of the best views you'll ever witness. A flight will also give you the chance to see how gigantic the Bungle Bungles really are, there are several operators in the area, including Heli Spirit Kingfisher Tours, Avier Bungle Bungle Adventure, and Kimberley Air Tours. If you want to linger longer and really immerse yourself in nature, Waladi Campground is 12 kilometres south of the visitor centre in the direction of the domes, Cathedral Gorge, Whipsnake Gorge, Piccaninny Creek, and the helicopter landing pad. There's also the beautiful private campground, Belburn. There are many accommodation offerings inside the park boundaries, such as a glamping option at Bungle Bungle Wilderness Lodge. And about 100 kilometres from Kununurra is the private wilderness park El Cuestro, an absolutely stunning property boasting waterfalls, gorges, forests and four different river systems. You'll find camping and rooms at the station and tented cabins at Emma Gorge Resort. Or you can stay at the luxurious six-star retreat El Cuestro Homestead. Alternatively, book a package with East Kimberley tours combined with a guided exploration with a night at the eco-friendly Bungle Bungle Savannah Lodge and a scenic flight over the area. Whatever way you do it, you'll be blown away by the beauty of the Western Australian outback. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.